Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This episode is sponsored by Karen Hallian. Karen Hallian is an incredible illustrator who creates beautiful fandom art. If you enjoy the types of fandoms that we talk about on this podcast, you're really going to like Karen's work. You can buy prints, stickers, and other products at karenhallian.com. And you can also check out her Patreon and join the 1,000 other people who support her art at patreon.com slash karenhallian. Hey, welcome to the Sartorial Geek Podcast. I'm Jordan Ellis of Jordan Denae, and I'm here with Rachel Pinellas from Serial Box. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we, so I think if everyone listening is like an avid listener who is caught up on episodes, everyone should know what Serial Box is, but do you want to give like a very quick intro to it in case this is anyone's first episode and they've never heard of it? We are an ebook and audio based uh, publisher of amazing serialized fiction that comes to you weekly in episodic chunks. And we currently have running uh, a new Marvel series featuring Thor with some more Marvel titles coming up. And hopefully you may also know us from our Orphan Black series, the next chapter that was narrated by Tatiana Maslany, as well as some incredible originals. Yeah, I think the last episode we did, we were talking, actually, we've done two episodes uh, with people on the Serial Box team, and I think we focused on Orphan Black for one, and then focused on some original content for the other, so we haven't really talked about the Marvel things yet, so well, that will be a really fun thing. Contribute to that conversation, but yeah, I know um, you spoke with uh, Heli and um, Eugene, who are incredible writers um, and the stuff that they've been doing on the originals and on Wolf and Black is just beyond cool. I think it's really cool that so like when you're a fan of something because I know what it's like to be a fan of something you tend to want just more like just more of it and luckily with Marvel we do have a lot of content but this is very cool if you you know if you really like listening and so you've seen the movies and like have the comics but for example you ride the subway train a lot and it's easier to listen I feel like this is and perfect. Also, right. And also read on your device, um, whether it's your phone or a tablet, um, or yeah, if you don't want, if you want to, you know, give your eyes a rest and just be immersed in our awesome audio production. You know, right now, if you are following the Thor series, it's narrated by Daniel Gillies, who people may know from the originals and the Vampire Diaries. He was Elijah. Um, and he's just, he's, he's narrating it, which means that not only is he, you know, reading the incredible description of what's happening in the scenes with these characters, but he's giving voice to Thor and Loki and new characters that we meet, um, as well as some really exciting, just bonkers, delightful uh, Marvel Universe cameos, including Howard (laughs) the 
Right. If you ever, and, and his Howard the Duck is just, it's beyond. It's, it's so, it's maybe one of my favorite moments in a series that's producing a lot of famous, just wild moments that you would only expect in something as, you know, bonkers as Thor is in space with his brother and they're on a mission and it's, they have to team up and it's the only way that it's gonna work out which is you know what you want when you think about Thor and Loki together um and it they just go to crazy places all over the universe and get into a lot of crazy escapades and it's a really really fun and exciting series to get lost in and the, the prose is written beautifully and it's performed unbelievably well yeah, I was going to say, not not giving anything away or not, no spoilers, but I think it'd be fun to give like a general premise of, of what this story is, because it's called Thor Metal Gods, which should give you a clue, but I was like not, I was totally not expecting what this story is about, and it's awesome. I'm so glad to hear that, because, you know, who would expect that our story begins in London in the 1980s with Loki being bored of being a rock star because only Loki would be bored being a rock star. Right. <laughs> and, and, but then you find out in the course of his time of hanging out on Earth and being part of this metal band called Heavy Whispers, um, he uh, uh, interacts with some characters who maybe want to take advantage of some of his access to some supernatural abilities and that has laid the groundwork to cause some problems in our present timeline where we then uh, meet with Thor and he realizes that his brother may have inadvertently been the source of a, you know, universe ending uh <laughs> argument so <laughs> this is kind of like a normal weekend for them but it's really fun to listen along with uh and so you know that's that that tees up uh an adventure that you know literally spans time and space that's so awesome it's also so fun i didn't i didn't really realize like this type of thing exists until I started going to conventions and I, I've noticed it the most in cosplay, but it's really fun when they're either like mashups or like alternate universe, like, I don't know, like I've seen cosplays that would be something like this. That's like a, a metal band Avengers team or something. And so it's cool that the story is actually that <laughs> it's like, very cool for fans. <laughs> I'm really excited that that's something that you definitely picked up on, that you're listening to this series and you can identify, yeah, this has some great cosplay potential. Oh my gosh, yes. You know, it really, you know, if one were to envision, yeah, you know, if Loki were in a metal band, what would that look like? And you get a pretty stunning description of it in this series. Um, yeah, that's also super fun for people who love being able to do, like, you can obviously be creative with any cosplay, but sometimes I feel like it's a different level of creative freedom when you don't have a photo. Like, you you know, I think that's a really fun challenge for some people, so it would be 
really perfect for that. Oh man, uh, that's kind of the dream now. I would love to go to convention and recognize not just heavy whispers, Loki, but you know, Harangi or Zia, who are two new characters um, in this series that haven't been in the comics before or in the films. They're new to the Serial Box series, but are really cool and really important and integral to the series. So, you know, I would, uh, it, w- it would be wild to, you know, turn the aisle uh, in, uh, in a convention hall and, you know, stand before that. Or so Absolutely. So many characters. Um, and, you know, music is also a big part of the series too. So, you know, the, the metal gods in the, in the title doesn't just allude to Loki's wonderful, uh, you know, rock star origins as our series begins, but, um, you know, there's some K-pop in there. There's some, why I also really love the theme that was composed for our series of audio. It's just, I kind of just listen to it sometimes to just get pumped up. It's um, it's awesome. <laughs> it's, 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 it's epic. It's, it's like rock and pop and it's got a little of that, like, you know, techno thing going as well. And it's, I think it's really um, emblematic of all the awesome kind of genres that get uh, mixed up in a really wild story that is for Metal Gods. Yeah. And also it's kind of fun, like, if you like Thor Ragnarok, it's obviously a different thing, but like that movie did a did a very fun stylized specific version of these characters that yeah. had, you know, a lot of really fun artistic uh, took a lot of artistic liberties, I guess, which was really cool. If you're if if Ragnarok really excited you in that you know, you think Thor should be in space more and you know hang out with some more cosmically uh, oriented characters in the Marvel universe, then this is definitely the series for you. Were you, have you been a Marvel fan for a while? Like, is this, is this like a dream come true situation or is this like you're learning about it as you go? Oh no, definitely. I mean, Marvel, Marvel has, I've, I love Batman, but I've always been a Marvel girl. Um, you know, that is very relatable. <laughs> I feel that way too. <laughs> you know, um, so this to be working at a company that is making these stories, these serialized stories of these characters that people love and can experience in a new but such an accessible way is, uh, is it is really dreamlike. Um, and, you know, what's great about it too is that you know it's awesome that we can stream Ragnarok whenever we want and there's more Thor content than you could have imagined in you know decades now since you know he came on the scene but you know sometimes it's not the most uh, you know portable thing to you know carry around your Simonson masterworks you know or it's I also feel like public transit etiquette, um, uh, it's kind of hard to watch a movie on a bus or a train. Yeah, I don't really do that. Like other, I mean, 
I enjoy watching movies on planes, but that's because a, a plane ride, the shortest plane ride is going to be your, you know, shortest film runtime. Um, yeah. So, and I've never been one of those people who can be like, oh, you know, I'm going to throughout the day, I'll watch 20 minutes of, uh, you know, the movie it, during my morning commute, 20 minutes in the afternoon. I I don't know. I, I like to experience my media in the way it was meant to be consumed. And by that, I mean, like, in full, right? So, like, an epic... Yes, we live in a binge culture as well. And that's also exciting, too. Like, if you are discovering a series that maybe ended years ago and there's, you know, no more new episodes, but you could just, you know, go like, oh, yes, I am now on, you know, uh, season four of, I can't remember, like, what series I just rediscovered, but let's pretend I never seen Parks and Rec, you know, and it's very, very easy to, like, three hours go by and you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've watched half this whole series, but um, what, you know, I, I don't think movies that are meant to be filmed, you know, meant to be seen on a large screen and not just, you know, your, the, you know, your horizontal oriented, uh, smartphone. I don't, I don't think Taika Waititi intended for us to watch Ragnarok on our phones on a crowded subway. In bits um, and pieces. Yeah. You know? So that's why I, I, it's, you know, podcasts are great because you can, you know, you know that you have a half an hour and you'll get, you know, a satisfying experience in the time that it was meant to happen. And, and even and episodically too, you know, it's, it's not like breaking up a, a film, but it's kind of like, okay, we're going to dedicate part one to this aspect and then, you know, tune back in for part two. Um, so I'm a, I, I, I'm a purist in that sense, you know, so if something is meant to be consumed episodically, I, I want to do it that way. And if something is meant to be consumed in full, then I want to give something like the, you know, hour and a half that it was intended to be watched. Cause I, there, you make creative choices, um, with that in mind, I think. That's yeah. Different. Yeah. I definitely like for me, the way my life works right now, I feel like movies and books are like a special thing that are sort of reserved for special occasions when yeah. I have time. And then there's other content that is better for like day to day things for me. So yeah, like you mentioned podcasts, I'm a huge podcast listener and audiobooks, And I've also gotten into like, webtoons because they're easy like online comics are easy to read on the go and so I think this is another like I like having as many resources in my back pocket as possible for those days when I'm like commuting for a longer than I think I will or like sometimes I get bored like sometimes I listen through my podcast rotation and either I run out of new episodes or I just don't feel like that and I think just yeah having more options is always fun and having this be like the the number of really cool properties that fans would already know is like makes it so easy to jump into also yeah it's really obviously I'm a fan of it too but it's also good to know that you know when you realize that it's like okay I have 40 minutes and to know that you know 
in those 40 minutes, you can listen start to finish to an episode of a series that's going to, you know, really excite you and bring you deeper into a world and a fandom that you're really excited about. I I think that's got to be more satisfying than worrying about how, you know, a movie is going to buffer on your smartphone when you're, you know, stuck between stops on the four or five. Yeah. (laughs) We, we, an experience of my life. Yes. (laughs) We like casually mentioned this, but I forgot to say this at the beginning because I'm, I'm way more of an audio listener than a reader, but all of the cereal box stories have both options that you get together which is very cool it's very cool and if you haven't checked out actually you know experiencing an episode but you can you know switch between where you are with literally you know a click and it'll take you to your place um and the interface for the text is pretty customizable with a dark mode and a light mode and you can adjust the font and size and spacing and so I think it makes for a really comfortable and customizable um, uh, reading experience uh, which is also fun too because I, I don't know about everyone else but I have found that some of the things that I like to you know, queue up on my device when I am maybe reading on uh, a train or in transit somehow. And I find myself, I will like default into going into reading mode um, Mm -hmm. because I find it easier on my eyes, but not all sites have that option. And then there's some obviously formatting that gets lost in it. And so that's something that in our platform is Oh, great care has been taken to manage that experience for you, you know, if you're going to be um, diving into the text. There's also something cool, which may not may not be that relevant to that many listeners, but like I, I studied education in college. And one of the things that we learned that's like a great way to get better at reading is to like listen and look at the same time. Um, so this is a really cool thing for, you know, for kids. I, I doubt kids are really listening to this, but maybe parents or also, um, that was another trick that we were taught for learning other languages. So like if you're trying to learn the English language better, this is a really cool way to like teach your brain. Um, and other languages as well. And, you know, this is a wonderful transition to talk about the Oscars because I'm a big fan of subtitles. Uh, Best Director winner Bong Joon-ho of Parasite, you know, uh, I'm going to butcher what he said when um, he accepted an award at the Golden Globes. But he basically said, you know, if you want to, look, you know, if you're willing to, uh, read for, you know, two inches on a screen, you're going to open up your world to so many more stories, you know, yeah. like, you know, reading and experience story, experiencing stories, you know, goes hand in hand. And so that was a really wild and validating thing for a lot of people to see someone, uh, say, um, on a stage like that. And yeah, subtitles are great. And, uh, I, I'm also going to forget who it was, but um, a writer that I really, oh no, I think it was actually 
Ed Brubaker um, in an interview said that he really likes to watch things with the subtitles on because it uh, really helps inform kind of the rhythm of dialogue. And um, he kind of like talked about it as a, like a, like a bit of a writing clinic. And I have found sometimes that if I'm really into a series or character, I really enjoy putting subtitles on because then I can, you know, read and see and hear more it's it's more immersive for me um so yes just give me more things to look at yeah that's what i was thinking too because one of the things that i've been so i multitask a lot which is sometimes convenient for getting lots of things done but is definitely not always great for your brain to like kind of be expecting to do 50 things at once and so i think that's also a really good tip for focusing, especially if you're sort of getting used to listening to stories via like audio books or audio, um, you know, just listening. Sometimes I'm so used to listening to things as background music that sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard to like bring it into focus. And so I think reading and listening at the same time is a really great way to focus. Cause like even on the train or on the subway, if I'm listening to something, you know, I'll look around and sometimes realize I'm distracted reading like the ads on the subway or just like staring off into space. And so it's kind of a nice way to, to intentionally like take in a story. Exactly. And I also find it helpful, you know, especially in a situation like that, if you think that you missed something, then you can either, you know, scan right back and go oh yeah totally so yeah and also there people will make arguments that oh audiobooks aren't books which is not the case because studies have actually shown that there are the way that your brain is absorbing and accessing and like taking in that information is the same way that it does when reading um so yeah. you're paying at the same attention and it's in and some people they capture information better that way and it's i really like that we can offer the whole experience i think that's so cool and uh while we're talking about marvel so the thor story uh Thor Metal Gods is out now and then there are some other Marvel things coming out soon are, um, that you can tease which is I sweet. Can, yes, I can tease. Um, we will actually, and I can also tease that we're going to have confirmation of um, premiere dates for cool. the uh, future titles very soon. So I'm kind of bubbling with excitement to share with that. Um, our Thor series, uh, episode nine just came out last week on February the 6th. And um, episode 10 is going to uh, premiere this Thursday, the 13th, Galentine's Day. And then um, the season finale of Thor Metal Gods will be um, mid-March. So... Uh, you've got time to catch up 
um, yeah. we conclude with episode 15 that's coming up. And then after uh, we have the season finale, um, next up will be Jessica Jones uh, and then Black Widow and then Black Panther. And I'm very excited about all of these titles and the, the you know, what is out already about Thor. Um, you know, I, I know I mentioned a lot of really fun, crazy uh, Marvel Universe cameos. And there's, there's more to come in Thor. And then there's going to be more unexpected and exciting uh, team-ups happening in the future, well, the very near future title. That's so awesome. And also I know we're getting I know we're getting a Black Widow movie and I know we're getting another Black Panther movie. I feel like I have I am hopeful that we'll be getting a lot more Black Panther content from the MCU, but it's nice for Jessica Jones and even even Black Widow like we're I think either close to sort of not getting a lot more of those characters or maybe you know won't anytime soon so this is really nice to have another thing you can obviously always read the comics but if you want something else too it's nice to have multiple options (laughs) because sometimes your you know omnibus is not so portable but your audiobook is and so I mean, that is something that I am very excited about the Jessica Jones series because, uh, you know, the, I, I really loved the Netflix show. I think it was gone too soon. Um, and you know, with, yeah, right. Oh, it was so good. And with Black Widow, I'm so excited for the movie. Um, but I think that movie, it's, you know, a very specific character arc of the Black Widow that we met in those films. So, you know, once that movie is out, uh, you know, you're right. Maybe are we going to be at the, you know, end of the, the that character, like that version's, um, the stories that that uh, mm-hmm. version has to tell. So what I'm excited about the audio series is that they're, you know, extensions of the comics. So, you know, which is just a whole universe of possibilities for these really exciting and beloved characters. And um, yeah, like uh, I'm just, like I said, bubbling over with excitement. I'm really, I'm really excited to share and uh, have them out there as soon as possible. And this is a perfect segue to tell people where to like follow for news because I know you said like dates are coming soon. So where's the best place to follow Serial Box News to find out about like new stories and and premiere dates and all of that good stuff. All of that good stuff can be found uh, on our Twitter, Instagram, and website. And our handle across the board is at Serial Box Pub, uh, but that's serial like serialized fiction. So S E R I A L B O X P U B. And so that's at Cyril Box Pub on Twitter and Instagram, as well as we've got a Facebook page. And then our website and app can be found at CyrilBox.com, available on Apple and Android. That's so awesome. Thank you so much, Rachel. This has been so fun to talk about what's going on at Cyril Box and uh, what's coming out. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, you can head to our archives to hear more or hit subscribe to hear what's coming up next. 
If you want to go a step above and beyond, you can leave us a review on iTunes, which helps other nerdy people find us. Or you can go to patreon.com slash sartorialgeek to help keep the podcast going and check out the cool rewards that we have over there. Have a great week and stay nerdy. Stay nerdy.